Hello, this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. It is September 2021, and I am continuing my James Bond content I have prepared with my notes for you all in preparation for October 2021's No Time to Die, Bond 25, No Time to Die. I have my tickets ready with my mom and I are going to, God willing, we'll be seeing it very soon on Sunday, October 10th, auditorium number 23. I'm complaining, continuing my James Bond content for you with now my personal thoughts and opinions of what my favorite James Bond villains are. So let's get right into this. I do not have any favorite villains listed for 1962's Doctor No, so we're going to jump right into the second official James Bond movie from Russia with Love, and I have my favorite villain from, from my favorite villain that was featured in From Russia with Love is Robert Shaw as Red Grant. In parentheses, especially the fight with Bond on the train, the 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 the, the, the fight on the train at the end of the movie. My next favorite Bond movie, fav- my favorite Bond villain next after Red Grant from from Russia with Love, is I have both Gert Frobe, Gert Frobe as Arya Goldfinger, and Harold. Sakata as Ajab. I like both of them in Goldfinger. Alright, so, so far, nothing from Dr. No. Robert Shaw, Red Grant from From Rush With Love. Goldfinger, we have Gert Frobe as Arik Gold, Goldfinger. And his henchman, Harold Sakata as, Sakata as Ajab. I do not have any favorite villains from 1965's Thunderball, not at all for Thunderball. So we're going to jump right into You Only Live Twice. And my favorite villain now here from You Only Live Twice is Donald Donald Pleasance as Blofeld. In parentheses, Donald Pleasance was partly the was partly the inspiration for Mike Myers in quotes Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers film franchise. Um, Donald, Donald Pleasance would also go on, go on later to, to play the, uh, doctor, um, psychiatrist-like character in the original 1978 Halloween, and he was also in a lot of the Halloween sequels that came out after the original first Halloween, Halloween 78, Donald Pleasance in, uh, Halloween, and, um, him as Blofeld, you only live twice. I do not have any favorite... Bond villains at all from 1969's On Her Majesty's Secret Service and I also do not have any favorite James Bond villains from Diamonds Are Forever 1971 so we're going to jump right into 1973's Live and Let Die and I have uh, Yafet 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 Koto as Kananga I like him because mainly also because I like Yafet Kato as Kananga, Kananga, Kananga. Because he, Yafet was raised in the Jewish faith. Yafet, the main villain, Yafet Koto was raised in the Jewish faith. And Yafet means beautiful in Hebrew. I do not have too many other Bond villains coming up for the rest of the whole series franchise. So because of that, known 
knownness of the notes of not having too many other villains too much with this. Only have a few left to mention. We're now going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'll and then I'll let you know what the rest of my favorite Bond villains are from anything past 1973's *Live and Let Die*. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all of the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one easy to find place to work everything everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Alright. In my notes here, after Live and Let Die, I said commercial break, and then let's see. I do not have any favorite James Bond villain at all from 1974's The Man with the Golden Gun. I do not have any villains for 1977's The Spy Who Loved Me. I do not have any favorite Bond villains for 1979's Moonraker. I do not have any favorite villains for 1981's For Your Eyes Only. I do not have any favorite Bond villains from 1983's Octopussy! Octopussy, tissy, tits, tits, pussy, tits, cock, pussy, tits, tits, pussy. Uh, I have no favorite Bond villain for 1985's A Live, a, a, a View to a Kill. And I have no favorite Bond villains to 1987's The by who, the, the, I'm sorry, I don't have any favorite Bond villains after A View to a Kill, and I don't have any favorite Bond villains to 1987's The Living Daylights. So basically, I've said so, more, so far what, which ones from which titles, from Wash With Love to Live and Let Die. Now we've come to the last Bond movie of the 1980s, 1989's License to Kill. And in License to Kill, my favorite Bond villain is main Bond villain Robert DeVee as Franz Sanchez. Robert DeVee as Franz Sanchez is very, very good in this movie on how he plays it. Not, I mean, he's bad, but he plays bad very well. And he's you can also catch him in the 1985 comedy The Goonies. And you can also catch him in 1988's action Die Hard. Both the comedy, 1985's Goonies, and Die Hard, but also he's also quite, quite great as the villain in License to Kill. Now we're jumping into 1995's GoldenEye, and I have Sean Bean as Alec Trevelyan as my favorite Bond villain in that movie. And... Yeah. That's it for GoldenEye. Jumping in now to Tomorrow Never Dies, I do not like any of the villains in Tomorrow Never Dies at all. So, and uh, let's jump see, 1999, The World Is Not Enough. Uh, I don't have anything, I don't, excuse me, let me take some water. I do, I've been working so, I've been recording and working so hard, I forget to take some water from for, for my throat. All right. 
Well, let's see. For 1999, the world is not enough. I have nobody listed in my notes. Um, but I did enjoy the villains in the world is enough a little. The world is not enough a little bit. Um, the guy that played Renard, the with the whole bullet in his head, he was okay. He could he could have been done a lot better towards the end. He he was a good in parts of it. And um, the Bond woman, uh, she was in the world is not enough. She was okay too. But they didn't both. Neither neither of them stood it out enough for me to. Um, make the list so i have nothing for the world's not enough uh, now let's jump into uh die another day since it only only villains i liked were from goldeneye so far in pierce brosnan tenure um nothing really for tomorrow never dies nothing really for the world's not enough too incredibly um jumping now into die another day it's a bond villain i like but she's a woman rosamund pike as miranda frost she also made the women's list and is she she is in my opinion one of the very few only good things about Die Another Day as a whole. So yes, yeah, so Die Another Day, we got Rosamund Pike as Miranda Frost. For two, the reboot, Casino Royale 2006, I have Jesper Christensen as Mr. White, and I wrote in my notes below that, some people, some people may say that Mr. White should have been the consistent main threat and villain to go against Daniel Craig's Bond throughout all the storylines of the James of the Daniel Craig era of movies. In other words, he should have been in like every single movie, uh, like 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 they used to do with the Blofeld in the earlier movies. So yeah, Casino Royale. I have Jesper Christensen. Jesper Christensen as Mr. White, who should have been in the main antag the main antagonist in the majority of all the storylines, but he was kind of not in as much of the uh, Daniel Craig stuff as. Some people may have liked, or my, or myself. Jumping now, let's see. Oh, I have another mention for main for um for for, for Bond villains in the Casino Royale. Outside of Jesper Christensen and Mr. White, I also have listed Matt Mads Mads Mackison as Le Chief. and I put in parentheses. Especially for the rope interrogation scene, uh, which I cannot do justice on how he delivers those lines, but so I don't want to butcher it. But yeah, so Casino Royale. So after Die Another Day, Miranda Frost, we got Casino Royale's both Jesper Christensen and Mr. White. At, C Jesper Christensen as Mr. White and Mads Mikkelsen as, of course, Le Chief, especially for the ro rope interrogation scene. Quantum of Solace. Had no good villains, so I have none mentioned for Quantum of Solace. For Skyfall, main main villain, uh, Silva, Javier, Javier, Javier Bardem. Well, can you hear? I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it's uh, bad weather outside, some sort of thunder or light thunder. Uh, it's not good to be out right now, so best time to record a, record a podcast. After the two I chose from Casino Royale for Skyfall, we have Javier Bardem. Javier. Javier. Javier Bardem as Silva was very good in the role. He wasn't like, like, he wasn't like outstanding, but he was really pretty good. And he was, especially how he, how he walks down his, in his opening once, once he first meets, uh, Daniel Craig's Bond. So yeah, for Skyfall. The 23rd movie in the official series. I have Javier Bardem as Silva. And now we, now we get to Spectre. Spectre, 2015 Spectre. I have, I liked as the Bond villain, 
uh, henchman, Dave, I have listed Dave, Dave Batista as Hanks. He wasn't in the, he, he was in the room, he was in a couple different scenes. He was one of the few good things I think about this movie. When I look back on Spectre, I'd have to say he was good, a good henchman villain, uh, Inspector. I did not care for Blofeld as much as Spectre, but I did like Dave Bautista in his henchman role. Um, Blofeld is going to be in some part of No Time to Die, at least for one scene. Maybe in No Time to Die, Blofeld will make me think differently on how he was in Spectre, but so far my only villain for Spectre I like is Dave Bautista. And again, it's since I haven't seen No Time to Die yet, it's too early for me to know which villains I like or don't like from No Time to Die until I've seen the movie a few times. And I think that's going to go in the same case with how the Bond women are portrayed as well in the new movie. In the movie that will be No Time to Die, how the women and the villains, how, it's, how, how I'm not sure so much any of it anymore. And that's pretty much it. That's my personal thoughts and opinions of what I consider my favorite James Bond villains. If you enjoyed this episode, then give me a like and a good comment. And uh, that'll be it for now. Uh, of my favorite James Bond villains. Come join me again next. When I decide to record and uh, let you know about my favorite James Bond theme songs. Yes, favorite James Bond theme songs are next. That's going to be a short episode because I don't have too much to say on that one. But with all that said, I will see you at AMC Movie Theater soon with your masks on. Unfortunately, fuck, fucking masks. What the shit bullshit is that? I'm just, I'm, oh my god. Anyway, I'm going to see you soon for at AMC Movie Theaters to see No Time to Die with you on Sunday, October 10th, 2021 in Auditorium 23. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. All good things in time. All good things in time. All good things in time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out.